Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, this is David Burr, director of photography on Bloodsport and director of Kickboxer. Hi, my name is Frank Duke. Some of you might recognize my name from the movie Bloodsport. Jean-Claude Van Damme portrays me in the movie. Hello, everyone. This is Ernie Rayner Sr., the star in Surf Ninja. And I played the character as Zatch. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ernie Reyes Jr. from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you're listening to the Justin Harvey Show. Cowabunga, dude. This is Sarah McMahon, UFC Women Spider. This is Mohamed Kisi, alias Frank Poe, in the movie Kickboxer, which includes Van Damme. Hi, this is Tony Luke Jr., a.k.a. Joey the Nail Nardone. Hi, I'm Don the Dragon Wilson, also known as Jake Ray from Bloodfist. Hello, this is Dennis Chen, Yen from Kickboxer. Hi, this is Bruce Hart of the Hart Foundation. This is Paul Herzog, composer of the music from Bloodsport and Kickboxer. Hi, this is Bill Superman Wallace. I'm a kickboxer and I like to kick people in the head. Hi, this is Christina Lee. I played Kyle in the movie Child's Play 2. This is Mike Riccioni, producer of Bloodsport 2. Hi, I'm Cynthia Rothrock, the Lady Dragon. Hello, this is Haskell Von Anderson III. I was Winston Taylor in the movie Kickboxer. You're listening to Justin Ray Harvey. Justin Ray Harvey's life is a different culture. It's a different world. You better come to terms with that, or you won't last a heart, a heart, a heart. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's special martial arts edition of the Justin Ray Harvey Show. I am your host, Justin Ray Harvey. Be sure to follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Justin Ray Harvey, and today we have a very, very special guest. Um, He is a wonderful martial artist. He has a wonderful series on his YouTube channel, and an interesting fact about my guest is I actually had heard of his name a few years ago, through a letter that Kelly Warden read on his show during the Frank Dukes edition when Kelly Warden had Frank Dukes on the show. And I found this wonderful individual on MySpace, and we've been talking ever since. And what's even more amazing, he can really relate to my situation because Not only is he a wonderful martial artist, but he also um, suffers from cerebral palsy. And right now, I would like to welcome my friend and brother, Eric Harris, to the show. Welcome, brother. Thank you, Justin. I'm very humbled by that introduction. Thank you, and I hope I did you justice by this uh, introduction. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Eric, to... Start things off. Um, you know, you've told me on numerous occasions that you know you love the show and you love what I'm doing, and I wanted to give you 
today, your opportunity, you know, to speak and to um and to tell your story. So uh, the floor is yours. Well, Justin, I started martial arts when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. The reason I started was because, well, as you know, with us being in wheelchairs, we can be very introverted and very, uh, how can I put this, uh, very inside ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what happened. That's what happened to me. And I would, I would go to school, and the guys that I went to school with weren't very understanding of my disability, so shall we say, and they liked to take advantage of me and beat me up. Well, one day I was over at a friend's house, and his father was uh, teaching something out in the backyard to a bunch of his friends. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it looked like stuff I had seen in Kung Fu movies, so I became very enthralled in it. And I guess he must have seen me watching just just intently watching what he was doing. And mm-hmm. he asked me whether I wanted to join and I'm like, well, because I had no clue what it was, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I finally said, yeah. And I just, he just took me under his wing, started teaching me, and we went from there. Mm-hmm. And, and I branched off into other systems and other teachers, and we've got to where I am today doing mm-hmm. my YouTube, sharing my views and and opinions with everybody else, but allowing them to see we as disabled people don't necessarily have to accept that as the be-all, end-all. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, uh, Eric, I'd like to say I believe that... Um, I believe that you're a prime example of that because, you know, getting to know you and, and watching your YouTube channel, um, I mean, your stuff is just, you know, amazing. I mean, you know, you're you're a testament of the human spirit, my friend. I mean, you know, I've you know, I've had the pleasure and honor of finally, you know, getting to know you on a you know, on a personal basis. So. Well, thank you. I always try to be as humble as the world would want us all to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thing about it is I give back to a lot of people that, you know, gave to me. And that's part of the reason why I started my YouTube channel is because I wanted to let people see that we're not that martial arts is not all about kicking and punching. It's about the the mental uh, aspects of it and the philosophy mm-hmm. and what you can learn from that. I absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more, Eric. And uh, one of, one of my questions that I that I have for 
for my audience and for myself, of course, is that uh, mm-hmm. I remember back in the letter that you said that, you know, your instructor's school was close and you needed someone to uh, to train under at the time. And I believe this was back in um, 2001 when the mm-hmm. letter was read. Um, if I'm looking at my, you know, documents correct here. But um, did you ever find a new school after that? Or I went I went into a school shortly after that, and I'm not going to mention his name because I don't want to badmouth him, mm-hmm. but his system just wasn't, it wasn't geared toward the, disabled. Uh-huh. So I ha- I had to just continue searching and <laughs> actually I found just from me being on um MySpace and Facebook, uh-huh. I found more people that were apt to share things with me than they were out in um out in my little town because the town I live in is very small and only had, at the time, I think, we only had one martial arts school. Mm-hmm. And, it, like I said, it just, I love the guy to death, but his system just wasn't conducive to um, disabled people. And he wouldn't allow me to adapt so I just had to move on from there, take what I could, and just kind of develop my own system. Well, my next statement, um, my next statement on my show is, um, if this person is a true teacher, honestly, if he's a true, true teacher, um, you know, I'm not ashamed to say this on my, you know, my martial arts show, but if he's a true teacher, then he would have found a way for you to adapt to his system. Exactly, exactly. And that that was my whole point in me starting my YouTube channel because I wanted to show people that, or quote-unquote able-bodied people that we could do anything they could do, but it just needed to be adapted. I mean, because... How does it look for an instructor to say, okay, you can't do this that way, but you have to do it this way, or you can't do it at all? I mean, to me, that's mm-hmm. promoting negativity, and yeah. to me, that's not what martial arts is you know, truly about. So. Yep, exactly. I, I mean, I just, like I said, we live in a small town, so when I was when I was trying to search for different sensei seafoods and whatnot, I had to go into um, go into neighboring towns in order to find somebody that was willing to teach me, and it just got to be too uh, arduous. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I would I would I would have to spend money on the lessons. Plus, I would have to spend money on gas backwards and forth to go there, come home, go there. And it just got to be too much. But 
I will say this. I had a Wing Chun instructor uh-huh. dur- during that time. Mm-hmm. That Wing Chun instructor is one of my closest, has been one of my closest friends for, let's see, several, probably about 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And he, along with, you know, the people that I've met through my YouTube and other things, have uh-huh. been very instrumental in me developing my own, um, I don't want to call it a system, but a method of fighting. Oh, oh, of, oh, yeah. Or, I, I agree. To, I agree. To be more precise, a method of self-defense. I mean, because we as, I'm going to use the term differently abled because I hate to use the term disabled. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain that why. In, I'll explain why in a minute. Okay. Um, the term differently abled means just that. We can do what you, we can do everything someone else can do just in a different manner. Now, mm-hmm. look up the term disabled in the dictionary. This is for your listeners. Mm-hmm. The term disabled means unable to function. And and to me, that that just that definition irks me because mm-hmm. that's not that's not me, and I don't think that's anybody else that has a physical challenge. And and, and of course, this is a joke, Eric. But to me, uh, and my audience, but to me, um. When people say special needs, they sound like they sound like uh, it sounds like a porno or something, you know. Yeah, because you and <laughs> you I know, have, it's special needs, you know. <laughs> yeah, you and I have talked about that. I'm like, what the crap does that mean? Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, why why can't be why can't you know disabled people like you and me just be like we don't people. have a term, but we're but we are, you know, as the same as everybody else. Instead yeah, of saying, people. "Oh, this person's this person's disabled," say, you know, we could still be classified under somebody that's able-bodied. Instead of saying, "Yeah, this person's disabled," just call them by their name. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And I'm going to bring up my Wing Chun instructor's name. I haven't. Uh, been training under him for about, I guess, five years now. But he has still helped me with my training. His name is Sifu Eric Tuttero. He he is a member of the Wing, the Lun Ting Wing Chun Association, I believe it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's headquartered in Adairsville, which is about thirty minutes from where I. Where I am in mm-hmm. Georgia. Um, this man has been very instrumental in my training, and if you'll let me, I'd bring up. I'll bring up some of my other mentors that have helped me later. Oh, absolutely. Let's get to that in a second. I actually have a question for you, Eric, and this is for my audience to okay. put it on record. Are you are you certified or classified as a Certified instructor? 
I'm currently, I'm currently still working on that, but I do have my own system. Oh, so and, you do have your own system? Yes. Okay, and I, I was just, you know, I was just stating that for my audience so that they know that, yeah, yes, that you're working on that. So, because I, I wasn't for sure because and I thought you this, had already become this a certified is, instructor. This is the thing. I have my own Well, hang on. Let me back up a little bit. Basically, when I became active in the YouTube community, mm-hmm. there's a guy na- there's a guy on uh, YouTube. His name is Chosen Ninja, mm-hmm. and everybody knows him as Chosen Ninja. And I hope he won't mind me bringing this up. Um, he actually certified me in or. One of his assistants certified me to teach a disabled program, but mm-hmm. what happened? I'm not too sure what happened with that because I haven't talked to him in several years now. But mm-hmm. his assistant has made me assistant and an assistant instructor in his system. So I'm currently. Certified to teach his assistant system, but and I'm not going to badmouth that system because, as well as I as well as I've told you, they've helped me, mm-hmm. and I hang on, let me get the certificate. The certificate has him listed as I call him Sensei, but it, it has him. Listed as Sheehan Richard Rogers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and as I said, the people that I met on YouTube and through my journey mm-hmm. have been very instrumental in helping me get the certifications I need. Mm-hmm. So I see that coming down the road. Some people have already started calling me guru, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not really there yet, but if you want to bestow that title upon me, okay, I'll take it, but I don't feel like I'm there yet. Exactly. You're not You're not claiming it, but if somebody wants to call you that, you're not going to. Exactly. Yeah, because you're not going to, like, stop them from. I don't yeah. want to sit there and say. Oh, I'm the be all know almighty master because there's nobody there's nobody out there that knows everything. I I've if, always I've always went by the saying, you know, someone always knows more than the other person. Exactly. Because if you've reached a point where you if you've reached a point where you where you've learned everything you're supposed to learn, what is the point in your life? Exactly. Exactly, and what I would like to see done in in my time, Eric, is I would like to see all the grandmasters from every style in the world, you know, at least one grandmaster from every style that's ever been created, taekwondo, you know, every style in the world, and come together for one event all together as a unit. You know, I'm trying to remember what year it was, but there was something, and I hate to bring this up, 
but there was something that Wesley Snipes did back in 1998 where where a bunch of different masters got together and just respected everybody and gave everybody the props. But I never, like I said, I only saw it one time. After that, I haven't seen it since. And it's just, I just don't understand why there has to be such a divisiveness in the martial arts. Because if you think about it, the the main principle of the martial arts is what? Unity. Mm-hmm. We don't have that unity. It's broken. Because you have people saying, well, this style is better than this style. That style is better. No, mm-hmm. just come, shut it up, bring it together, and, you know, just love each other. Oh, I, absolutely. And I, I've got a small surprise for you, Eric. Um, actually, I know that you have expressed to me that um, that you've wanted to reach out to my grandmaster, Master Frank Dukes, and... What I would like for you to do right now, and you can take as long as you need, is mm-hmm. I want you to say what you would like to say to um, Master Frank Dukes, and I will make sure that he hears the broadcast. So it's it's a little surprise that, that oh, I thought man. of. So, Eric, oh, without boy. further ado, say what you would like to say to Master Frank Dukes, because I know you've been wanting to say something to the great grandmaster himself for many, many years. So go ahead. Mr. Dukes, my friend, you are a legend. You ha- The things you have done for the martial arts community should never be doubted. They should be commended. The things you've done for society should be commended. The, I mean, what you've done is just phenomenal, not... Not just based off the movie Bloodsport. Your life has been phenomenal. You have reached back and helped countless people, whether they want to admit it or not. You have been an inspiration to them. MMA would not be MMA if there was not a, well, Bloodsport. Because to me, you are the epitome of what a martial artist should be. I mean, that is just my personal opinion. Anybody else can like it or lump it. But, you know, I like your style. I try to go by your teachings whenever I can and just be the best man that I know to be. And that's just from what I've picked up and studied from you. Not the not the well did he do this, did he do that? That doesn't matter because you know what you did and other people that have been touched by you know what you did. So what society and what all these little idiots wanna say on the forums doesn't matter because you know who you are in your true spirit. Mm-hmm. Thank you for all you do. 
Man, that, that is phenomenal. And I will make sure that I post this on Grandmaster Duke's page and let him know uh, about this broadcast for sure. Thank you. Thank you. And um, and, and then we can go from there because, you know, I, I honestly think that, you know, you should have your opportunity to uh, talk with Grandmaster Dukes, just like just like I received, you know, back in. Um, um, actually, I first talked to Dukes back in uh, 2008. I believe it was 2008 or 2007, but I finally got to meet him um, mm-hmm. back in um, 2009, and. We have me and Master Duke's house become like like family. So well, do you remember you remember the the letter I wrote, right? Yes, I sure to do. Kelly. Yes, I sure do. I had no clue who was going to be on that show the the day that he read the letter. When he read the letter, I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" Because I just sat there. In shock, number one, I didn't think he was going to read the letter on air. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, for him to read it in front of Frank Dukes, it just, it blew my freaking mind because I had, and you know this story because I have watched Bloodsport since the time that I was like five maybe, mm-hmm. and it just, Everything that I, everything that I know about the martial arts, in a way, can be traced back to Frank Dukes. Oh, I absolutely find that interview. Um, I forget the name of the title of the interview, but you can actually find this interview that Eric's talking about on, on YouTube. So, I mean, and I know I'm going to have a lot of haters and uh, critics that probably won't want to see my uh, YouTube channel after I have said what I just said, but you know what? If people don't like what I've got to say, they can get off my channel anyway. Exactly, and I always say the truth is in the fruit, my friend. That's that's the thing about people. You know, some people, you speak to just how you feel, but if it's something that they don't want to hear, then they they tune it out. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, be who you are, Eric. I mean, that's just that's just who I am. I mean, I've got people, I've got people who absolutely hate my show and and hate what I'm doing and because they don't understand it. So, you know, I mean, but it, you know, it comes with the internet. It comes, it comes with the territory, my friend. Yeah, because it goes back. To, it this goes back to when I became an assistant assistant instructor in nin jitsu under Master Park. Mm-hmm. People, you know, and you've seen the videos. Oh, I hate chosen ninja and all that crap. Oh yeah. People don't know the man. He reached okay. He reached out to me through one of his assistants. And said to me, would you come on and teach, the? again, I'm going to use this term, the disabled uh, people? Mm-hmm. 
And at first, I was kind of apprehensive because when I first started posting videos of of me doing the martial arts, it was just to track my personal progress. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, if that makes sense. If it doesn't, let me know. It was just to track my personal progress and to see how far I could, I was able to uh, progress just to be proud of myself. Mm-hmm. But then, watching it, watching my channel, it started getting hits. I need to publish new stuff. And it's been that way for, let's see, I started the channel in 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is 2014, so this is—it's been about seven years. Wow! And and every time I turn around, somebody's asking me to do something new. Mm-hmm. And I—I I know how to do it. I do it. If I don't, I'm constantly researching it. I'm going to people that I know will help me to learn whatever the people want me to show mm-hmm. and I do so. I don't claim to be a master. I I have never claimed to be a master. Uh but if they wanna bestow the title upon me, as I said before, I will take it. Because mm-hmm. but no man can honestly ever be a master because once you master something mm-hmm. what's the What's the point of going on with life? Oh, absolutely. And uh, okay, here's one of my biggest questions for the show, Eric. And uh, okay, you know, and I know that I I will be able to relate to this question um, mm-hmm. because I feel like I, you know, I do have the right to ask this question, and yeah. you'll understand after after I. I ask mean, you it. you and I have known each other for uh, what mm-hmm. ten years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ten, ten years a little bit over. So yeah, you can ask me anything, man. Because I can, like I said, we are brothers. Oh, I, I, you can ask me anything. Uh, okay, then. Well, he, here goes, folks. Eric, what is the hardest part about your your having cerebral palsy? What is the hardest thing for you? What is the, the hardest part? Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. is having people judge what they do not understand. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, we have a hard life, but it's no hard... And I'm going to say this. Yes, we have a hard life. Yes, we have challenges. But we... I I personally do not like to be defined by those challenges. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm in a wheelchair, but the wheelchair is not me. If people would stop looking at the chair mm-hmm. and start looking at what's on the inside of the person, I think the world would be a better place. Mm-hmm. That, that is true. And, uh, you know, and this next question, um, I've never asked any other guest this question. Um, mm-hmm. you, uh, what is your favorite uh, Justin Harvey show of all time on my channel? What is your favorite show? 
I honestly have to say, when you, when you, I think you did a show with, um, I can't think of the name now, and it's kind of embarrassing, um, The Nail. Uh, Tony Luke Jr. Tony Luke Jr., yeah. Yes, um, he's, uh, that, yeah. That, to me, was one of the most phenomenal interviews mm-hmm. I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Then, when you, then when you were able to get Haskell, uh-huh. that's when I knew, man, Justin is on his way. Well, you know that's something, I'll make sure I'll make sure that both of them know that those were your favorite shows. I will personally make sure that they know. Thank you, my friend. And you know, it's like I've always told you. You are on your way. You are keeping the history of blood sport alive. Because mm-hmm. the kids and I hate to put it like this. But the kids today, I sound old as crap, but kids today don't have movies like Bloodsport. They don't have movies like Kickboxer. They don't have any of that. So with you keeping the history and the tradition alive and letting the people know that you actually care about about, uh, what they've left behind in their legacy, Mm -hmm. that's a phenomenal thing, brother. And oh. I commend you for it. Oh, absolutely, because those, those films were, like, the best in the world. I mean, I'm glad yeah. that I grew up in that time state. And I actually have another surprise for you, Eric. Um, and I'm going to publicly I'm gonna publicly finally announce this on my show, which I might have already when I was talking with Haskell, but I'm going to confirm this again. Uh, sometime this year, I am planning a... Bloodsport Kickboxer reunion show on my radio show. That is phenomenal. That is just phenomenal. So, it's going to take some time to put together, but oh, yeah. it's not impossible. So. Nothing is impossible if you put your mind to it. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, and um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Van Dam does know of my work. He has just he, he does know that okay. I've been working on this uh, Bloodsport Kickboxer project. So that is awesome. I mean, how how great would that would that be if I could get you know John Claude Van Damme on the show? I mean, if you and here I go again. Despite his drug issues and whatnot, this man defined our generation in a way, mm-hmm. if you think about it, because half the movies that came out, half the action movies, had him in them. Mm-hmm. So to discredit him in any way is kind of like discrediting discrediting a part of our generation. And, and really with his situation, I think it says, you know, he's only human, yeah, every he makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. We don't have the right to judge what what happens to another person. Who knows? Maybe you and I hate to put this pressure on you, man, 
but maybe you doing this reunion thing will be the catalyst to what snaps him out of all the snaps him out of all the crap he's been going through. It it, it is um it is very possible, but you know, like I said, he may not even contact me, but I exactly. but I did try. So and uh, yeah, uh, through a, through a reliable source, um, I do know that he has he has heard of my work. So okay. So whether he, you know, whether he contacts me, you know, at a certain time, my my door is always open to Mr. Van Dam, and mm-hmm. um, um, you know, and if he doesn't, if too busy with other engagements, um, that's fine too. But you know, me personally, I would love to have him on the show. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be. You know, Justin, and I've, I've always told you this. Once you speak something, you give it power. Mm-hmm. So you've spoken it. It's out there. Just let the chips fall what they may. Oh, absolutely. And um, not, not to mention, I wanted to mention this to you and to my audience because I don't know if I've talked to you about this. but uh, and then, And then we can move back into the, you know, talking about your story and everything. Um, okay. I may have um I may have three new people um associated with what sport um on my show. Um the first person I want to talk uh the first person I want to talk about um has been confirmed but a date has not been confirmed for uh, like a certain time but it will be this year. Um I have booked for a show um, one of the greatest composers of all time, um, Paul Herzog. He wrote the music for Bloodsport and Kickboxer. So he will at some point this year. Also, um, the actor that played Paco in Bloodsport will be on my show sometime this year, or Mm -hmm. so I was told. The guy that played Victor Lin, um, I think... I think his name is Kenneth Sue is how he pronounces his name, but he helped Van Dam around Hong Kong and around the Kumite in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, he he sent me an email back that he is uh, he is very anxious uh, to uh, to talk with me once he gets uh, once he gets back to Hong Kong from China because I think he's um, working on some stuff. So I mean you know it's it's not a guarantee, but it looks good, but I do guarantee that uh, Paul Hartog will be on the show. That is awesome. That is just, it is just awesome to see all the work that you've done. And it's paying off, man. Oh, and it's going oh, to continue absolutely. to pay off. Oh, absolutely. And, and at some point, too, Eric, I wanted to tell you, too, that um, uh, Michelle Kesey, of course, you know that he's been on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, famous for, you know, the character Tom Poe. Um, eventually, me and him is going to do a live video interview once he gets connected on Skype. That is awesome. So, so I'm hoping that it will happen this year, but um, right now, it, things are kind of difficult, but, yeah. you know, 
it may not seem like it, folks, but I am working my butt off to to bring you all the blood sport and kickboxer stars that I can. So. So, <clears throat> now that we've bandaged a little bit, Eric, um, uh, let, let's well, let's talk about, you know, um, what was it like growing up with CP? I mean, did you have a did you have a good family or like how was it? I mean, was I, it difficult? I had a good family, uh-huh. but I will say one thing. And not to badmouth my family in any way, because I love them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times that I spent with them, they were like, oh, well, you can't do that because you're in a wheelchair. Well, my question would be why, and they never could give me an answer. So I would always either for a way I could do something or wait till the time was right for me to do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But they always, my mo- well, let me rephrase that. My mother stood behind me. And we had a, and she died recently. Uh, she died in June, but mm-hmm. we had a strain, a kind of a strain relationship as I became a teenager because, well, being a typical teenager, mm-hmm. you know, but, and some of that carried over into my 20s, but before she died, she and I were able to make peace and come together and just, you know, just love each other. Oh, absolutely, Eric, and it honestly, it tore me up to, to hear about your mama, and I know mm-hmm. I read your post, and I know I called you quite a few times. And, and yeah, you did, and I thank you for that. And we, you know, we talked privately, but, you know, that's not the reason I wanted to get into the, to that, yeah. but, you know, I, I was just trying to, you know, give the audience a feel yeah. of who Eric Harris is, you yeah. know. Not just the martial arts man, but the man himself. I mean, my thing is, and this has kind of nothing to do with the martial arts, but in a way it does. If a front door is shut to you Mm -hmm. and you can't get through the front door, okay, keep on stepping and knock down the back door and go on through. Make sense? Oh, makes perfect sense. I mean, society, being, whether you're disabled in a physical, mental, or whatever manner you're disabled, because mm-hmm. everybody is disabled in one way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So, some like, some people can't do math. Which, that <laughs> would me, be me. <laughs> to me... <laughs> I think that will be everybody. After you get to cer- a certain amount of zeros, you just stop counting. Uh, and, and, and unless you're like one of these people that you know are like really good, really good in math, and have these like special jobs with numbers, or have a or have a photographic memory, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 
that that's what's amazing about the human condition. We're 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 all different, you know, in different mm-hmm. ways. You know, I mean that's and, just that's just the human condition. And you know, that's like I tell the people that watch my videos or uh come over come over for me to teach them lessons or whatever. I tell them you're you're just as able bodied as the next person. Mm-hmm. The thing the thing that makes you disabled is your mind. If you believe you're disabled, you will be disabled. If you can see yourself doing something and stop me if this term stop me if this phrase doesn't make sense. If you believe you can do something, if you see you can do something, you can achieve it. Mm-hmm. So hold on, let me get the let me get this right. See it, believe it, achieve it. Mm-hmm. Or believe it, see it, and achieve it. I mean, if you can put in your mind that you can do something, if you work toward toward that goal, there's no reason why you can't accomplish it. Oh, I, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, just to look at you, you, I don't know how many challenges you've had because you and I have talked about this. Mm-hmm. You've had so many challenges, and look at what you're look at what you're achieving now. Who else could put all this together? I don't know anybody else that could put all this stuff together, man. I don't know how you. I look at you sometimes, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how you do it. Um, a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot exactly. of hoping. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Because um, you know, it's like, it's like we were talking the other day, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention his name, but I have been trying to get, I have been trying to get, um a martial artist who was one of the original Power Rangers, mm-hmm. you know, on my show. And, um, you know, he he had written me, says, you know, sure, send me an email. So I sent him this big, long email mm-hmm. and gave him verification of who I was and, and all this stuff and sent him pictures and, you know, proof of who I was. And, um... You know, and, you know, I asked him once, I said, you know, have you seen my email? And he says, you know, man, I get busy, you know, this and that. And, you know, it just, I was like, okay. And then I've not heard anything else. And, you know, it's not like I'm trying to twist this guy's arm. I just, it's like... I see all these th- these wonderful things that he posts on his yeah. Twitter and his Facebook. And you, you know, it's like kids. it's like I said to you. Once you make it bigger than you are, he will come back, mm-hmm. and he will want to be on your show. Exactly. I don't. You know. I don't know why he hadn't got back to me. I re- I really don't want to say. <laughs> but it just. I really don't want to say anything to badmouth him because he's one of my idols, you know that. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the stardom. Once you hit stardom, 
a lot of people forget who put them there. Because mm-hmm. think about it. When we were kids, what was the biggest thing on TV? Power Rangers. If he, if, okay. Now, okay, flat, fast forward, it's been, what, 20 years since, 20, 25 years since then, okay? Mm-hmm. If we didn't know him from Power Rangers, would we know him? Probably not. Either, uh, I mean, you know. and, and like I said, I don't want to mention his name because, but you know, I mean, when you make it big, he will be bigger than you already are, which I believe that's coming. I've told you, I've I've told you, I don't know how many times I see you becoming the Johnny Car- the Johnny Carson of the radio. Oh, that. That would be amazing, you know. I just do this little show because I love martial arts and and uh-huh. you know I love getting the word out there. But well, like you say, you never you never know. I mean, anything anything yeah. is possible. It's just that you know I just hope that this uh, person does come around and and does much eventually. I just, will. I don't I don't take it personally. I just think it kind of sucks that. Here I am trying to bust my butt to uh, to uh, promote him on my show and and let him be a part of the program, and I've not mm-hmm. gotten any type of any type of you know response you know to my email, and you know I I see these wonderful things that he does for children and and probably disabled people too, but yeah, how how can I believe these things when if he won't help you? If you want him to take the time to come yeah. on my show and promote this stuff, fame gives fame gives you a swelled head if you let it. If, in fact, I just posted on I just posted something on Facebook about it. It's okay. Life is like a mountain. Uh-huh. You stand on the shoulders of people that give you a boost up, but it's up to you whether you reach back and help them out or not. Help them on their climb. Now, you and I have helped each other. I don't, and we will continue to help each other. Well, I absolutely, and, and don't get me wrong, Eric. I'm not saying anything bad about the guy. I just think it's kind yeah. of strange that this it, guy won't reach back out to me. And you know? since you're an uncensored radio, I can say this. Mm-hmm. It's a shitty thing. It, it really is because I was I was thinking about that last night because I've had friends that have uh, worked with this individual mm-hmm. and they say he's just the gr- greatest thing since sliced bread. Well, I I, I don't see it because I reached out to this individual. You've reached out to this individual and nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm well. I'm just gonna leave that alone because I could go into a whole yeah, thing, yeah, thing about yeah. that. Uh, that's that's okay because I kind of needed to vent too. Because, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the point the point is I'm trying to make, ladies and gentlemen, is you know at least I tried to get 
an original Power Ranger on the show, and that may not be possible, but that was just one of the things that really, you know, worked on hard doing for, for yeah. the program. So. Um, and I'm always, you know, I'm always looking for a good story as well, and uh, and uh, and who knows? You never know who might be coming to the program. And um, a rumor has finally been confirmed, Eric, um, Master Ken um, of of Maradote will be coming. Yes. Right now. So. Yes. Yes. So, we will see what he has to say. Um, and that show will probably take place sometime um, sometime next week. So that should be interesting because, you know, Definitely. This, yeah, this whole thing actually started out as a rumor that, you know, Master Ken wanted to, um, Master Ken wanted to come to my, um, to my show and I received a promo of Master Ken saying that I am now one of his students of Ameridote. <laughs> so I found that to be interesting. So so we'll, we'll find out what happens what happens in the program. Um, and uh, before I wrap up this show, Eric, because I think we've almost gone like a full hour here, um, it's to my understanding for several years you have been writing a screenplay. Yes. Um, can you? Can does not you have a title that? yet. So don't. Does not have a title yet. Um, it's gone from everything. Uh, um, a mix of zombies and Walking Tall, to a mix of zombies and Bloodsport. Now I'm pretty much gr- grounded in the Bloodsport idea. Not using Bloodsport because I don't want to, you know, step on. Uh, Hunchy Duke's toes, but it kind of has a Bloodsport esque feel to it. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, kids that, and I say kids, but people that grew up in our generation will appreciate it mm-hmm. because they they we don't we don't have that now. We had, I mean, everything is about. Uh, MMA, who can beat up who? That's just not my thing. But and, you know, but you know it'd be funny. A fight between, um, let's see, a fight between. Oh, I had it just a second ago. I hate when that happens. Um, yeah, that happened to me. Well, let's see. Uh, let's see. A fight between Drew Carey. And Bob Barker, you know, that'd be some funny stuff. Oh, that's definitely funny, man. You know, but, put them in the cage. You know. Oh yeah. Funny. Yeah. One more thing. One more thing I wanted to bring up before I leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I brought up uh, some of my instructors, but I want to bring up at, at least my top four that have helped me out. Okay. If you don't. Top four, top five. Okay. Okay. First, Ladies, you have one. One uh, second, Eric. Ladies and okay. gentlemen, Eric Harris's top five of professional <laughs> instructors. Go ahead, Eric. First, you have um, 
I don't know whether he goes by Sihon or Sensei. I'm just going to call him Sensei because that's what I've always called him. Sensei Richard Rogers. Okay. He's from Canada. He's the one that actually certified me to teach uh, Ninja Jitsu. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you have a instructor named Guru Peter Friedman. Mm-hmm. Just this man has taken my knowledge of uh, combat from sports orientated um, martial arts and just flipped it on its head and helped me understand the actual combat aspects of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Then you have, on the side of history, you have, uh, and I don't know whether any of your listeners will know this name, but everybody that I'm connected to knows this name, um, Halford Jones. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He, he is, this man is like a legend. He's touched everybody. Um, then, of course, you have, as I brought this up to you, I, I consider him to be a big influence on me, and he always will be, because you had me speak about him earlier, Frank Dukes. Just, oh, I, absolutely. That's the number one inspiration right there. I cannot say I'm in the martial arts without even saying that man's name. Um, then you have, now, as you may know, I don't know whether, how many of your listeners are on my page and know this, but I also have, I guess you could say, an affinity for Bowie Knives. I had, and the two people that have, well, actually three, if you want to be technical about it, there are, there's Stephen Ledwith. And Brian Canada, and then there's also a man named John Fitzman. Those three individuals, when it comes to the Bowie knife, when it comes to combat, period, they know what they speak. They not they they not only just talk the talk, but they walk the walk, and they're humble people. And that's no pun intended, folks. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but these these individuals, mm-hmm. I have several more, and I don't want to leave anybody else out because I, uh, let's just put it this way, I don't want to end up leaving anybody else out and making them mad at me. But these individuals, plus the individuals that I have, Listed on my Facebook, and and they just have welcomed me into the community, um, and taught me what it is to be a martial artist. It is my gracious honor to sit at their feet to learn from them. Everybody should be as lucky as I am one day. Oh, I, I, absolutely. And, uh, Eric, uh, before I wrap up the show and, and let you go here, uh, 
you know, uh, promote your pages. Tell people where they can find you. Well, right now, right now, the only page I have that really is active besides my Facebook, and you can give out my Facebook information because I'm not sure how to, I'm not really sure how to give that out because, you know, Facebook changes from day to day. Well, I, actually, what we could do, Eric, uh, if you're looking for Eric Harris's uh, Facebook page, you can go to my page, and you'll see that Eric Harris is a friend of mine on Facebook. Definitely. And then you have, of course, my YouTube, which is active on, let's see, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually doing a live video from there on those four days. And occasionally I'll throw a video up on um, Saturday and uh, Thursday. It just depends on my schedule. Um, that is www.youtube.com slash Ninja XTX. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I wanted to say to my public, too, Eric, if any, anybody in my public that is listening to this podcast, if any of you know of any of the original Power Rangers, um, please contact me so that I can get in contact with them for an interview. And in return, I will make sure that you get something special in your email personally from me such such as maybe a show that has never been released or a song that has never been released done by me of course so. but Eric you still with us yeah I'm still here okay Okay, we will. Um, we will. I will go ahead and let you go, my friend. And uh, and um, thank you for being on the show. No problem, man. If you need me, you know where I'm at. Oh, I, absolutely, Eric. And you take care, my friend. You too. Bye, bro. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.